Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa. In the left corner, it's Anthony Weiner. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest on New York's news and talk station, 77 WABC. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. Maybe we should have a statue. No, actually, move the statue of LL Cool J out of Flushing Meadow Park right before the Unisphere. And then bring it into Astoria and plant it right there with the boombox. But you schmucks, the two of you in there, LL Cool J is not from Queens. He's from Bayport, Long Island. Come on. Man, come on. If you're going to keep it real, it should have been Nas from the Queensbridge Projects. But, uh, Anthony, before we get into this, uh, I thought for sure that Noam Layton, our news director, and you would be hiding today under your Castro convertibles. Because all of a sudden, when you look at the news, you would think it's the second coming of Kristallnacht. Oh, my God, the anti-Semites, they've declared this. What is it, anti-Semite day, anti-Jew day? But all four of them from Orlando, Florida, it's like the old Westboro Baptist Church from Kansas, you know, they would show up unexpectedly and say the most vile, despicable things. Wait a minute, Noam Layton's Jewish? Hell yes. Who knew? Man, what do you mean? And by the way, he's a red doper diaper baby having gone to commie camp. And you know who his camp counselor was at communist camp? Matt Drudge. Really? Yeah, you're learning all this. Go, let him deny that. This is yeah, but this uh, yeah. I, I, what do you This is this is anti-Semite day. What do you mean? It's like anti-Semite month or year or whatever. I know, it I is. know but uh, they had that demonstration outside of that play in Broadway. Yeah, that's right. I think there was what five of them who. There was one. I only saw one guy walking up the line giving out flyers. Right, he's from Florida. They're not yeah. even local anti-Semites, of which we have quite a few. You would have thought, my God, this would have been. Uh, a day to come out of the closet as an anti-Semite. But they declared that today, Saturday, if you're a Jew, you better hide under your Castro convertible. Don't come outside. Unprecedented number of cops going around. Woo, 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 woo. And I'm saying, really? This is what you do. You make a threat that really has yeah. no backup, no, no, no sizable numbers of people attached to it. This group came up from Florida to be outside of that play. And now all of a sudden, the whole city is like mobilizing because yeah. they declared it anti-Semite day. But this is, a th- I mean, in fairness, it's a tough question. I was watching on Twitter. There was this video of some jackass holding a bullhorn, yelling at Jews in Jewish part of Florida, where you can't shake a dead cat without hitting a Jew. Of course, expect, especially right. Boca Raton, the sixth borough of the city yeah, of New and York. It's, and it was this video that was shared by... A rabbi or something down there, and it had lots of people that was being shared wildly on the internet. And I'm of two minds of these things. I mean, I'm kind of with you. you. These five, these five who want nothing more than to go back to their trailer park where they're brushing their tooth at the end of the day and say, "Look at all the trouble I made to these big city whatever." Um, on the other hand, you know, it's pretty jarring that the idea that there's that these people are out there. But I, I, I am, I'm, I'm not afraid. Noam and I are going to go out there. You yeah, know, we're going to, we're going to take put numbers. Put your JDL yeah. shirts on. Every yeah, Jew Kahani, is twenty-two. Kahani cock. That's right, Kahani Kai. Come on. You know, I, I was saying to Noam Layden. I don't know if you saw that story during the week. Uh, for men uh, who um, their their testicles have shrunk and they lack testosterone. They actually did a study and said the more you drink Coca-Cola and Pepsi, not diet, the real stuff, you'll grow a pair again. So that's what we need for Noam Laden, you know? That's the that with that's research funded by Coca-Cola Incorporated. 
No, no, are you kidding? He's, he's a tough guy. I, I bet you if you and I just went, went out there right now right, and looked right, for right. trouble. By the way, you notice I'm wearing my blue Mets hat. You're yes. wearing your red. Yes. You know, we're like a little posse here. Yeah, that's right. But by the way, if you were listening during the week, Noam was talking about how he got attacked at the yeah. parking lot nearby here by a guy throwing an orange cone at him, and he ran. Yeah. He ran. Oh, my God. It was. Listen, it's a it's a deadly weapon. Can I ask you a question before we get into the uh, topics? Uh, uh, he had in his newscast about these batteries that start fires, and he was talking about how the city is going to send the sheriff, Anthony Miranda, who looks like Lurch, mm-hmm. you rang, and they're going to immediately, you know, seize these illegal batteries in bodegas and retail shops all over the city. They can't even close down the weed shops. I was going to say the same thing. First of all, I don't know, a sheriff, what are we, is this like the Wild West, we have a sheriff that goes around, and and, and, and so the NYPD can't close down the pot shops, and they can't, uh, no. and the NYFD can't, can't stop buildings from going up into flames because people have batteries in them. And, and, like, and you heard as part of his uh, report, Noam Layden's report, the schmuck the putt said he is, that the uh, fire commissioner, Kavanaugh, was urging people not to charge their batteries at night when they go to sleep. That's what everybody does. So if you're a delivery guy, right, and, you know, you're Grubhub or whatever, and you need that bicycle in order to earn your money to pay your rent, where are you going to charge that bicycle? So here's my solution to this, is that they should be allowed to put – they should put charging stuff. The city should go ahead and do it, put charging stations or plugs or whatever it is. In regular garages, or someone's going to open up a little store that that's going to be their specialty. Twenty four seven, we're here to help the deliveristas. There are so many of these guys out on the street. You know, of course, if they've got to charge them at night, that's the whole idea. They have let me to, ask you to go question. in the morning. Let me ask you a question. Uh, you're not going to lose any weight being on an electric bicycle. Having recently, I think I told you, I got smashed on yeah. the corner of eighty six and Central Park West. An older woman, she had a heart attack. She thought she killed me while I was escorting Nancy across the street when she was blind for about 72 hours. I said to myself, the concept of the bicycle, like with city bike, you get on it, you pedal. It's good. You know, your cardio gets a workout. You're breathing in and out. You're pedaling. But with the e-bikes, it's almost like you could ride side saddle and you don't have to do any work. Yeah, the e—they're they're, technically—they're pedal assist. They're not e-bikes. They're not fully powered. But those new gray ones, the next gen ones, they really zip and they don't require much pedaling at all. But remember what they are, though. That's mass transit. That's people who are out of cars, out of cabs. That's mass transit. City bikes have been an amazing program. But I'm I'm with you that now I'm one of these people that looks. You know, you can look in the app to see where the new gen, the next gen. And they they zip along, man. They really do. They, now, they, now, they, do they, do they have an, an app uh, that can track down where the anti-Semites are for the Jews today, you know, on Sabbath as they go to and from shul. It's like, oh, my God, there's an anti-Semite four blocks away. Beware. Let's run. Yeah, it's 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 uh, Anthony, Anthony you are that. the number one Zionist. I don't know, normally not not necessarily as I'm a much he's, of a Zionist. He's a New Jersey version right. of it, you know. He's, but it's time to stand and fight for what you know. Speaking about right. standing and fighting, yes. You know, I've been waiting. You know, I, I don't. I'm not in the air as much as you are. You're on the air like 74 hours of the week. You want me I, to give you an hour? I re- like three in the morning, three to four. I'll take a break, go out, beat I, up some guys, beat up some thugs, come back in. It'll be cathartic for me. I read in the paper yes, that you are starting a Republican club in Tiffany Caban's district, in AOC's district, and people are cheering oh, finally that we're going to stand up to this. You are doing nothing but helping this fringe, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. All that you're doing... You knew that she loved this the moment she gets that she sees that clip. She runs out and starts fundraising about it. This is what's phony about politics. You know that when you go out there and try to get support for standing up to AOC, who is the boogeyman, and Tiffany Kaman, who is the boogeyman, all of your mishpuk are going to love it. And all of her supporters, they're going to say, oh, my God. Excuse me. My mishpuka hiding today, you know, from the anti-Semites. Well, They'll start loving it tomorrow. But by the way, you know, and I don't think the <laughs> reference is lost on you. Caban ran against Katz for this seat. Yes. This, this, she's no, for, bro, uh, excuse me, district attorney. For the seat that, that she's in. Right. right. For, I'm sorry. You're right. right. For the seat that, that Melinda's in. And so she's going to go out and say, you got to vote for me. 
Because otherwise, someone has to stand up to Curtis Sliwa. This is the land of the boogeyman. It's kabuki theater. The two of you are just using each other. What you really need is to be a Democrat in that district to run not not 100 degrees to her right, but 5 or 10 degrees All to right, her common but, but, sense to her Hold right. Hold on. You see, you only heard part of the story. And it's what I'll be doing in the Bronx this week. Wait till you hear for this one. You'll oh, love God. this, Anthony. But... Uh, as you know, the Democrats are not primarying them uh, with moderate Democrats. They haven't done it to AOC. They haven't done it to Wait Kamani. a minute. That is absolutely not true. This past, this past time, well, the primaries are happening between the far left. of Who's initiating them is hard to say. Remember the last election when these AOC types lost all these primary no, no, elections? No, no, I'm saying specifically that story because that's their heartland. That's their base of operation. They, I looked at the analytics. They get their best turnout there, and they've organized well. They know how to get their vote out. They have regular meetings where hundreds show it's, up. But it, and it's been a Democratic area for 100 Right, but you see, this is the second part of it that only AM New York printed. Everybody else just went with the opening, which took, I think you can't open overnight. You know, we yeah. had no, we you. had uh, 60 people there for the first meeting. Pretty good turnout, most of them from Astoria. I'm going to have a sit-down with Peter Vallone Sr., who still has his law office there, still shows up every day, goes to church in the morning, same routine. Right. Has not left the neighborhood. He, Former city council speaker. Right. He was the example of a moderate Democrat. He worked well with David Dinkins. And yeah. then when Rudy Giuliani replaced him, he worked well with him. As I think I related to you, Rudy even admitted to me about a few weeks ago, he said, you know, if not for Peter Von Senior and David Dinkins coming up with that safe city, safe street, special tax, giving me 40,000 cops to start out with, an additional 6,000 cops from 34,000. I could not have done what I've been credited with doing right out of the box. And let's face it, the real catalyst to that was Peter Malone Sr., because at first Dinkins was a little bit denying, but he said, no, we're going to work together, we're going to lobby. Brilliant. And he represents that old moderate Democrat. Right, and just to catch up what Safe Street, Safe Cities was, you know, it was basically saying we're going to go to Albany, said let us tax ourselves yeah. and hire a bunch more cops, something that I think Eric Adams should actually think about. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well, especially since uh, Dolan is on the front pages of the Daily News. And finally, they're saying maybe this guy should have to pay some kind of property tax. You'd think after all those years, no property tax. But I digress. So I'm going to have a sit down with Peter Malone Sr., well, as you know, his two sons uh, are different. His one son went on to become a judge. He should have been a Republican. He was like little Rudy right. Giuliani. And his other son, who represented Whitestone <coughs> Bayside, a moderate Democrat, mm-hmm. and then was term limited out. And I'm going to say to Peter Vallone Sr., this can't make you feel good walking around as you do, knowing that you have the, the DSA here that has come into your house. You're not running moderate Democrats to primary them. And they want to defund the police, and they want to defund Rikers Island, which is right off of Steinway Street, even more than it already has been defunded. And I know he he may not want to say anything publicly, but I know he has to be hurt. I mean, because that, let's face it, I, I, I supported Herman Badillo against Peter Vallone Sr. when he ran for Congress, because it was a split district where you had the Queens part and the Bronx right. part. And uh, he was always an excellent politician. He ran against Pataki for governor right, one time. Right, right. But he was always a moderate Democrat. I can't imagine all of a sudden he's like his. Uh, no, but the but the point is, I agree. I think I I think you're right in that. I think that there's a lot of space in the Democratic primary as a common sense, not centrist. It's a pretty progressive part of the city, but a, a, something to Caban's right. Uh, if you ran against her on crime. In the Democratic primary, you do fine. But the effect that you're having is just to give her a scary boogeyman alternative rather than a moderate. Who, what should really happen is that Anthony Weiner should go there and open up the irregular Democrat, you know, the Bill Clinton Democratic Club. The irregular Democratic yeah, Club. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, imagine, <laughs> I imagine now she's a regular Democrat, right? Probably Tom Mann and those guys all, uh, you know, the, of blessed memory, and all these guys have probably embraced her by now and said, all right, this is the way it's going to be there. Well, not really. Meeks is in charge, Congress Meeks, and there's still that tension between them. But I think what they've done is they've partitioned the borough out. You guys control the North. And we control Central Queens and Southern Queens, which is really their strength. Uh, and I think they have daytime. Well, what about the citizens of Astoria, the citizens of Long Island City, the citizens of Jackson Heights? These places, they're getting, you know, they, they want. And 
look, you know, I I have always believed this about you. Know, people think that we are a blue city. I ran for for mayor, running slightly to the right of yes, the field yes, on, on tax cuts and things like that, and hiring more police officers. Like, if you take a look, Eric Adams, like him or hate him, he ran a smidge to the right of the rest that of the field. That is correct. I think the Democratic votes in New York don't like crime. I think they don't like dirty streets. They don't like. You know, having to, to, to get a key to open up the deodorant con, uh, compartment at the local drugstore. I think running as kind of like a third way Democrat is the way to do it. But you've gotten her off the hook now. No. She's going to have, she's going to have Curtis Lee on every one of her, she's like loving it. She's telling everyone under the sun, if you don't chip vote in. for me, you're going to get in, Curtis chip, Lee. Chip in, she has a little thing. Chip in, chip in so we could, we could send this bigot back to the Upper West Side. This for me is like jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. You can't be any more liberal and progressive than the Upper West Side, right? And yet Astoria is side by side. So she is sense, is saying to all her democratic soldiers of America, Let's send this bigot back to the Upper West Side. So, you see, I pick all the places where I am an extreme minority. Yes. Yes. White Stone, you know, Middle Village, Far Rockaway, Rockaway. uh, This is incredible. And by the way, wait till you see what I'm doing in the Bronx, which is the other side of AOC's district, because she... Like when uh, Peter Vallone Sr. ran against Herman Badillo. Herman Badillo won a very close race in the Democratic primary for Congress. Represents both sides. Right. I am doing something that has, I don't ever believe, has been done before. Part of what you're saying, Anthony, extrapolate from there. Never, never rule Curtis Lee out. Oh, man. Could you... Is it possible that I could be endorsing simultaneously both a Republican and a Democrat in both their primaries? <laughs> Curtis Lee, kingmaker. Yeah, yeah. I'm the kingfish, right? This is how far we've fallen. How far we've fallen from the David Garts of the world. Now we have Curtis Lee in all five. Boroughs. Yeah, I'm the anchovies. You wanna <laughs> you wanna order pizza? There's like five hundred thousand pizzas sold every day in New York City. Can you believe that figure? Five hundred thousand. I'm still sitting shiver for the closing of Lenny's last Sunday, Sunday night. An institution gone on eighty six. But I am going to advocate that if you want to fight back, you get your pizza with anchovies on it. Your man and woman up with anchovies because a lot of people I hate anchovies. Mo- I bet you a lot of pizzerias in this town don't even have them in the no, store. No, they don't because don't have them in the people store. will see anchovies and some of them will gross out. You know, I used to win my competitive eating contest because I was the world sour garlic uh, pickle eating champion four times. Uh, finished third in the dirty water hot dog eating contest in Nathan's Famous uh, in Coney Island. I would take a little canister of anchovies before the start of the contest and start eating them in front of the contestants. A third of them grossed out. Right. You see, you got to use strategy, Anthony. Yeah, if you want to win I'm a, a strategist. If you want to win a disgusting food eating competition, you need strategy. Hey, look, I could apply the same strategy, you know, go to the vegans and the vegetarians and say, would you like an anchovy, my little pretty? <laughs> How do we get on to anchovies? Anyway, up next, we have to talk about the Red Chinese, a.k.a. mainland China, offering to negotiate a peace. Zelensky says, yes, Putin is quiet. And uh, Biden is quiet on this. Interesting because many people are criticizing mainland China, red China, and I'm saying, are you against peace? Yes. The armchair generals, the commentators like Gordon Chang was like lens slice <laughs> everywhere. We want war. We want war. We want to pump the military industrial complex because we get a little slice on this side. Anyway, it's Curtis Lee, Anthony Weiner, left versus right, and man, we're going through. Uh, and then, uh, what can we call it? A panoply of different subjects yeah. today that are in all different directions. we got to talk about this baseball pitch clock, too. Oh, definitely. I love it. Love it. It's in fact, they... why don't you shave some of these batters if they don't get in there in time? Knock them down. Beat them. Right here on WABC. It's the left versus the right. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. 77 WABC. The left versus the right. In the right corner, it's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa. In the left corner, it's Anthony Weiner. Generals gathered in their masses. Just like 
witches that black magic Evil minds that plot destruction. Ozzy Osbourne. In his better days, Black Sabbath. Oh, my God. That is such an iconic opening. Let me tell you one thing. I want to help you, Anthony, as uh, partners as we are in Left Versus right here at WABC. I see you have the classic uh, grip, the throat grip, which is uh, an impediment for anybody doing talk radio. You're using the tea, the lozenges, all the traditional yes. remedies. You it, never came to me for uh, my Felix I, I reali- the Cat. I realize I should have. What is that? Uh, go ahead. The black bag of tricks, which uh, let's just say the sheriff of New York City would pro- probably try to seize. I tell you what. In the next break, I'll give you my belt. I'll give you what's in my black bag. Just stick it right in your tuchus, you know, like as if you were a diabetic. Just take one shot. Those roids will yeah. strengthen your your esophagus and your throat. By the way, you know, I mentioned on my show, The Middle, that I've got to get cataract surgery. I just found out. Wow. That's I, thought right. it was, I thought it was something, you know, I got hit with a puck. I thought it was that. And the first question that the doctor asked me, said, did you take any steroid inhalers? Wow. And the answer is I did. I used to have cats, and I'm allergic, so I had to. That steroids is what did it to my eye. Wait a second. You're allergic to cats? Meow, meow? Yes. So maybe because me, I have 18, the scent of 18 cats on me, maybe. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I, I, I get all choked up and teary and. For other reasons, around well, this here. is great. I'm going to make sure I sneak yeah. one of the little kitties oh, I, inside you know, here. I love, but I, I, I would never. You know, people say, "Well, why did you have cats if you were allergic?" Because, because they're my family. Yeah. Actually, what happened is I had a girlfriend's girlfriend, Allison. She moved in one day, showed up with her cats. I'm like, I'm a dog guy. I don't like cats. And my cats. Now I'm a cat guy. And and she moved out. She's long gone. I don't know what she's oh, up. Of to. course, you're a cat guy. Yeah, it's, it's John Cats Matitis and, and Michael Cats Matitis and Melinda Cats. The cats. Uh, That's right. Cats. We oh have lots my. of cats in our family. God, this is incredible. It, I never knew this. I am going to bring. Remember when I went to vote in the mayoral election? I had my little kitty there, who actually has yeah. his own Twitter site now. And they prevented me from taking the little kitty in. Remember, they said no pets allowed. Oh yeah. Even though people were bringing in their uh, service dogs. This, and yeah, stuff. that's right. Their service dog, and they were saying, no, 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 you can't. And I'm saying, much. I will bring in a little kitty, hide it here. And when you start, all of a sudden, you a chew, a chew. Wait a second, a Jew? No, a chew. Again, Jews. Let me let you know. Time to hit. And hide underneath the Castro convertibles. Our own Joan Hamburg was talking about making breadcrumbs out of whole wheat bread there. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's horrible. She's hiding today. She won't go outside. Jews have been told. We've been warned. We've been ants, warned. The anti-Semites from Florida are out and about. Everybody's fleeing to Florida, but the anti-Semites are coming here to New York. Yeah. No, the, I, you'd think the anti-Semites would love it down there in Florida for all the obvious reasons being so many Jews and all. Now, speaking of Jews, one tough Jew is Zelensky. Think back when he was sitting with Trump, and he looked like a deer who was, like, just stuck in the headlights. Remember, he looked so feeble. He looked so small compared to Trump, and Trump was obviously dominating the discussion. And now look at him. I mean, he's flexing. I mean, he speaks to the world. He's got the proper look, the proper dress, and he's getting the support that nobody thought he could get before by lobbying, 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 and saying all the things... That put uh, NATO and our country to shame at times. Like, are you going to leave us, fight your war? This is World War Three. This is World War Three. If you don't support us, you're going to eventually have to battle them. Yeah, but that's, I mean, you know, you hear Ron DeSantis and other people on, we don't want a proxy war. Yeah, we do. That's the best kind of war is a proxy war. When someone else is shooting at our enemy, we do everything we can to help them so we don't have to send our troops over there. And I think that, that Biden has done everything exactly right. I mean, maybe timing, maybe send something a little later, a little earlier. I don't know. But the idea is like even today when she makes the announcement that he wants there to be, to be peace talks, what does Biden do? Biden doesn't want to, he wants Putin to say yes. So the last thing Biden wants to do is, is come out and, and say, yeah, that's a good idea and have, have Putin just respond by walking away. And I think. I mean, as he sometimes he looks old, but still that picture of Biden in Kiev in a war zone, air raid sirens going off in the background. I got to say, this is a proud, you know, you, you and I were here one year ago saying, oh, this is going to be bad. 
This is good. And everyone did. Yes. All the generals said, true. all That's the true. smart generals were saying exactly the same thing. Um, now, let me ask you this. When the air raid sirens went off, in, it'll always be Kiev to me. Uh, you don't think that was staged to make it look like here it was? Zelensky, who we know lives with air raid sirens, but obviously uh, the president of the United States, Joe Biden, doesn't. You don't think? Uh, could have been. I could. I'm, I don't listen. I, that's the the last of the last of it. Him going on this ten hour train ride, being there in the war. I mean, I just thought. I just thought it had. It was like you know that, that amazing journey. Well, that maybe he, that maybe he when he was on that ten hour train ride from Poland, he said to his aide de camps, "Yeah, Amtrak isn't this good. How the yeah. hell? <laughs> how the hell the Poland, the <laughs> Polish and Ukrainian uh, trains yeah. train line uh, run better?" Then our Amtrak lines. I hope he said that because remember he's the most synonymous person ever with Amtrak going back yeah. and forth to Wilmington, uh, Delaware. But in this case, I have watched a litany of these warmongers. I mean, I mean, remember Gordon Chang? It was uh, February 11th, Friday, right before Super Bowl that Sunday, right? This is an act of war. That Chinese balloon that we shot down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, we haven't yet been told what the hell was in that balloon. Yeah. But the point is, he was talking about this as an act of war. He wasn't all that. What was that? Jack, Jack Pence. You know, he's like out of central casting, like uh, uh, Dr. Strangelove, uh, General Jack Pence. You look at his resume and look for all the Fortune 500 military industrial companies he's shilling for. He's right. a lobbyist. Yeah, for. you've got the you've got the chicken hawks on one side. But on the other side, you have the apologist for Putin. I mean, DeSantis Standing up and saying, I got questions about the, 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 the blank check and you should be more concerned about the border of Texas. There is something going on in your party. There is a, it's hard to say it's anything, but isolationists is too generous. They, they spout the, the Putin line between the, the Tucker Carlson and that. I got to say, most overwhelmingly Republicans and Democrats agree on this, which is Putin is a bad guy. Every day he's losing is a day we, the United States of America, are winning. But it is a real cancer in your party. And now I see DeSantis, and you always got to wonder, when governors stand up and talk about foreign policy, it's a real tell. Well, you know, he knows nothing about geopolitical uh, uh, issues. But I will tell you this, in his defense, he is in a, in a state that has St. Petersburg right there on the East Coast there. And, you know, some people confuse that St. Petersburg with where Putin <laughs> yeah. was born. By the way, have you ever been in, in uh, St. Petersburg up in uh, the northern country of Russia Sometimes it's 23 hours of constant sunlight because they're right near yeah. the Arctic. But I digress. Thank God. I want to thank you. I really want to thank you for not mentioning Marjorie Taylor Greene, the new face of the Republican yeah, Party, yeah. along with George Santos. Marjorie Taylor Greene. What are we giving any money to them? Right? It's not for America. Oh, God. She's like the wicked witch of the West, the East combined. Yeah, it's great having her as the spokesman of the Republican Party. Oh, and George Santos, yeah. right? And by the way, every race in our area, if you're running for re-election in Long Island or running for election the first time, you happen to be a Republican, whether you're an incumbent or you're a challenger and in Queens, they are running against George Santos. They're going to have George Santos's face right on you. They're going to be doing lit drops, phone calls. They're going to find the time you took a picture with George Santos, which he took with everybody. And, man, you're going to be having to spend 95% of your time on the campaign trail explaining this person that you can't explain. Yeah. But, by the way, uh, at 4 o'clock, yes. he's going to be on with Rob Astorino. So oh. we, we get to hear some more exciting oh. things from Here's a guy who says, I don't, I don't want to be interviewed. You know who's going to do the next feature on him? Who just did the feature on... Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, that they're all upset about because they went on the Don't Interview Us tour. What did they call out? Uh, it was so funny. What, what, what's the name of that program with the little the little people running around there in Colorado? My God. The what hell, show? look at these guys. What, what, what is wrong? They're all upset, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, at the way they were uh, portrayed. Look at these guys. But what is, but what, I don't, I cannot figure out for the life of me what Santos' strategy is here. I don't understand because he's going on these shows and basically not, he's just getting beaten up. He's not really saying anything. I don't know what he could possibly say at this point except mea culpa of some sort. He he loves this. Oh, it's like he says, please, let me have my my personal life. He, he He loves being a human piñata. 
he's getting more attention than DeSantis gets, than Trump yeah, gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constant, nonstop. You couldn't research think... what the hell that program is. The little people there in Colorado on the bus lampooning everybody. Lampoon Scientology. Scientology tried to put them out of business. Look at them. They're looking at each other. I don't know Duh. what you're talking about either. Puff, puff, pass. <sighs> <sighs> Come on. What is wrong with you? Hey, where's Kevin Jones, our weekend producer? Drag him in here. I can't believe this. My, my brain is just like frozen up. I can't believe this. It, it, it's the it's the rage. It's the news of the day. Megan and Prince Harry are thinking of suing this program because they can do that in England. You cannot right, right. disparage royalty. People I think it's like one of these shows, like The View or something like no, that. No, no, no. It's it's cult classic. Cult classic. My God, look, they they don't even know this. This is really sad that our hipsters and millennials All right, let's here. figure it out. Let's figure I'm going to bail out Ryan here. God. This is a television program. Yes. This is a television program in the United States. It's like a cartoon. It's, uh, it's oh, for South adults. Park. That's it, South Park. My God, look well, at that. you could have said a cartoon and we would have figured it out. But no, no, no. Here it is right there. Blah, blah. Anyway, so they lampoon. Yes, I recall that. Now I know what you're marking. Yeah. You know what's coming down the pipe. They're going to be lampooning the new political couple in Washington, D.C., George Santos and Marjorie Taylor Greene. It will be hilarious. What do you think about what she said this week, that she thinks there should be a national divorce and the red? She said red, people, the red states and blue states should govern their own thing, which is basically divide up the country. Anthony, I've spent so much time in divorce court in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I've had it. I don't want any more divorces. I don't want to think of divorce. No, 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 no. She is a nut job. She's a kook. Remember Marjorie Taylor Greene. You talk about anti-Semites. It's anti-Semite. She's probably leading the pack. Yeah. She said, remember all those forest fires in California consuming right. that great they state? Were a George Soros state. Jewish death ray or something right. like that. That was a laser sent in by George Soros that set up these fires. This woman is a nut job. And McCarthy keeps embracing her, embraces George Santos. This is nuts. Yeah. Not hey, on parade. But, but you, you'll notice Democrats don't mind George Santos. They don't mind. Mar- no. or we protest and whatever. We don't mind the face of this party. Well, what, being did, these what did your mentor do every time there was an Uber Trumper running in the last time? Your mentor, uh, Chuck Schumer, raised money in PACs and gave it to the Trumper Republican challenges yep. of the mainstream Republicans in the primaries uh, for U.S. Senate. How did that work out? Beautifully for Beautiful. you guys. Horribly for us. <laughs> Horribly for us. Congressional races, Senate races. He was raising more money for Trumpers than he was for Democrats who were vying for election or even some incumbents that were being challenged uh, in primaries. Brilliant strategy. I'll, I'll yeah, it's not, it's not rocket science. You guys, you don't realize you have a problem. You have, you have a problem in, in your party with that, that wing and they suck up all the oxygen. The TVs love this stuff. I oh, love it. I mean, you know, why anyone pays attention to what Marjorie Taylor Greene says ever is a mystery. Well, we thought the squad was extreme. And remember, they sucked up the oxygen for a few years. Move over, squad. It's Marjorie Taylor Greene and George Santos. And imagine the very thing that they're protesting against outside the libraries. A drag queen reading hour, yeah, yeah. right? The guy they're supporting. <laughs> For three years, was competing to be Miss Drag Queen at the annual carnival that's going on uh, right now in uh, Rio de Janeiro. Five million people have flooded in the area to see men dress as women and women dress as men. I've been there. I got guardian angels there. It is an unbelievable pageant. Who knew for three years he competed for Miss Rio de Janeiro Drag Queen? Yeah. Imagine if he had won. Yeah. You think he could do a little rendition for old time's sake? Yeah, the, 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 it's interesting. I, I haven't called anyone about this, but I'm fairly sure someone can introduce a resolution to throw um, Santos out. Of course. But I don't think anyone wants no. to do it. Well, Democrats want him to stay we there. Want, we, <laughs> but can you imagine this? Because he is a glutton for attention. He would actually dress up, for old time's sake, as a drag queen and come into the floor of the house. And nobody's going to say anything. Right. Democrats have to go. Oh, that's his choice for the day. Yes. And even Republicans, as much as they hate it, we have to say, but he's our George Santos. We got him when there's only three that keeps McCarthy there because then it's Hakeem Jeffries as speaker. We must accept this. Bite your tongue. Don't look. Wear dark glasses. Charge on. 
Anyway, up next, you know, we're talking about maybe you and I should go to East Palestine, why isn't called Palestine, and drink the water in solidarity there, yeah. Andy. And we should do it at all thousand or so derailments they have every year in this country. Yeah, but I think it's right now. We got to go there. We got to cross arms. Like, yep. remember, remember when the Russians and the Allies, when they were in Berlin, cross arms and drank vodka? We got to do that That's right in East sure. Palestine. 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 Right here on Left versus Right, Anthony Weiner versus Curtis, Curtis Lee. Your place to be. Rob Astorino warming up. With yes, the drag queen George Santos in the wings. Hi. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. It's a 77 WABC debate. Heavyweight slugfest. Excellent selection. Back to back, belly to belly. Ozzy in the great days of Black Sabbath. By the way, uh, I have an image of him biting off a rat's head. He would have been a perfect rat star in New York City on the stage. I need his endorsement in his latter years, Curtis Lewa for Ratshaw. We still don't have one, Anthony. Yeah, when's that going to happen? Well, what does the mayor do all the time? Like he did with the rabbi and the rev the other day at the uh, Sheen Center, where I was not allowed in because they said, we have our Roman Catholic representative. Uh. That's uh, Congressman Peter King. Man, afterwards, I saw in the video, he was kissing Eric Adams' talkers. It's like... An Eric Adams Republican like you can't imagine. And the 20 people, I was so proud of them. The old acorn, Bertha Lewis, it made me proud. They got up, they disrupted, like like I learned from my father, Saul Alinsky, rules for radical. And Rabbi Joe and the Rev, they didn't know what to do. They're looking at Eric Adams. Yeah. He says, you know, Bernard is leaving my security detail. We're sitting shiver here because there's no white supremacists. You'll have to handle this. Are you giving, are you going to give Eric Adams credit for reducing the size of government and saving the taxpayers money? A dollar, right? One dollar, yes. By the way, but remember his explanation why he needed Bernard, his brother, who actually was an active police officer in Queens yeah. Community Affairs. Everybody loved Bernard. They really did. And he said, uh, you know, because of threats from white supremacists. And I said, hmm, if only he could have conflated it now to anti-Semite day. And said, I need, I need Bernard to, you know, re-up for another. Bernard, please, don't go back parking cars at Virginia yeah. Commonwealth College. That's actually the perfect response to anti-Semite day. We're firing or we're... We're good. The guy who's in charge of fighting you guys is resigning. We don't exactly. even need one. We need one guy at one dollar to take care of. Well, this you know, guy. Rabbi Joe Batashnik, he's hiding under his Castro convertible today. Oh my God, the anti-Semites are coming! It's almost like uh, the way you folks have to behave on Good Friday, in case we have flashbacks. You know, because it's built into our DNA. I notice a lot of Jews they sort of stay off the streets on Good Friday. So you know. Mel Gibson's might be out there, like ready to come after us. But you know, anti-Semitism. We should put a we should put a pin in this. Anti-Semitism is a problem. There's a lot of them out there. I have my viewpoint is, it's as many as there's always been. Just where we have more ways that they can get out there into the world, more ways that they can tell us that they're there, more ways that they could be annoying. By the way, uh, Mr. Conspiracy himself, uh, Frank Morano, the Mama Luke, uh, the other side of midnight. Uh, he was sitting shiva also for the passing of Richard Belzer. Remember, right. He was great on law and order, but he was the contrarian. He believed in conspiracy theories, all kinds of conspiracy theories. And when he died, his last words, you have our first, you have, oh, man. <laughs> Although he hated me. But anyway, I don't want to digress. So here it is. We have East Palestine. And, you know, already the conspiracy theories are out there that who caused this? It was a combination of Warren Buffett. And yes, George Soros. 
who are attempting to once again take over lock, stock, and barrel the railroad trafficking in America, and then in order to get that point across, you had to poison the air, poison the water, and they're putting it on George Soros. Could you believe this? Naturally, a Jew. They got to always put hot Jew. A Jew. Well, I get the Warren Buffett connection, right? He's heavily invested in railroads. I mean, the whole thing about this is, look, I think it's terrible what happened there. I did a whole episode on this last week. It's terrible what happened. There are a thousand of these every year. I mean, we're acting like this is that unusual a thing. For some reason, this one got attention. I'm glad it did. I'm glad for those people that it did. But everyone's like, ah, when's the president going to go? When's the DO? When's the commissioner of trade? You know, when's Buttigieg going to show up? But now, let's talk Buttigieg. Because I remember in my days when I was roaming the streets of Forest Hills and nobody knew it because I was dressed, believe it or not, like a civilian. No red beret, no red sateen jacket. And I would be on Austin Street. And I would see the young congressman himself, Anthony Weiner, with his New York Met cap. Yep, proudly. That was me. And oftentimes there would be a member of the paparazzi. It could be a local reporter. It could be a tabloid reporter. You would engage them, you know, you as you were walking, yeah. taking care of your response. Booty Jake could not have handled this any worse. He's going for a constitution at night in Washington, D.C. He has security with him. <laughs> And there's a person who comes up, starts asking him questions. You know, I'm on my personal time. I'm like, guy, that is like the worst. Oh, someone did this. I didn't see this. Someone like came up with like like his phone and started. Yeah, it was dark at night. Uh, There was a wind blowing, so it wasn't the best audio. But basically, what he was saying, you know, I'm on my personal time now. That 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 doesn't. Yeah, that's not an answer. That's not an answer. It's a little different. He's not like he's not the. Congressman, like if that person didn't vote for that guy, but it's the same effect. I mean, you always want to be kind of nice. It is hard, though. You know, every. I mean, I thought that he handled the East Palestine thing horribly, horribly. So strong word. You know, he first statement out of his mouth is, you know, this was the result of a rule that Trump overruled or something like that. He does. He shows up kind of slow. He tries to litigate the whole thing. It's not a good look. But the reason this train, this train derailed, was that. These these railroad companies want to spend as little money on safety, little money as personnel, little money on technology as they can, and this is what happens. Well, first of all, put aside the politics. So whether you're fleeing to Florida or the heartland of America or whatever, how many of us have been stuck in a car at a railroad crossing when it's cargo containers and you're waiting 10, 15, 20 minutes, and you count like 200 cars. 1.7 miles this one was. Right, and they have like a locomotive in the middle. There's so many cars, and you say, wait, wait. When I was a kid, yeah, there would be maybe 30. There's like 150, 200. How do you prevent a problem in one of those cargo containers that are going uh, uh, along at a somewhat rapid pace yeah. because, let's face it, the marketplace needs the products. And then they have a spill like that. And then they make a determination to do a controlled burn. We've heard that before with five of the cars, with the, the worst the, the worst of the chemicals. And the whole optics was horrible. And then the EPA chief, we, we really hadn't met him before, Regan. I didn't even know who he was, yeah. Right. He comes in. He said, you can drink the water. You can breathe the air. And I had flashback to Christine Todd Whitless, the Republican uh, EPA uh, chiefess, uh, who was at for Bush 43 in the aftermath of 9-11, saying, oh, we've tested the air. You don't need hazmat respirators, Playtex gloves, masks. The air is good. Nobody trusts the government when it comes to that. Democrats or Republicans. I noticed in yeah. solidarity they had Governor Shapiro of Pennsylvania and DeWine, the Republican of Ohio, who originally said, oh, if I was living in East Palestine, yeah. I, I, I'd be drinking bottled water. I maybe even think of moving out of it. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we'll drink the water together. They're toasting one another. Nobody trusts government. No, I, I think that's right. But the, the other way to look at this, though, is all these people who call themselves conservatives, call them small government conservatives, are now saying, how come they didn't have this rule? How come they didn't have that rule? The reason they didn't have those rules is because there's always a conflict in Washington. Business gets to write these regulations. I mean, I would not have known about some regulation governing heat boxes on the wheels of Of these things. And these bureaucrats who were there to come up with these rules, they run into the teeth of these. Remember, this, this was Obama. This was Obama. Then Trump got rid of it. But there is. Yeah, but you know, the lobbyists oftentimes write their legislation. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, the the staff and the Congress people, they sign on to it. But in this particular case, notice who wrote to the rescue. 
always branding his own products with pallets full of Trump water. Yeah. Trump water, Trump. Oh, God. Hey, this uh, is when he's at his best. This is when he's at his best. He beat Boudicier by a day. You don't want Trump beating you into a location like three weeks later, Boudicier, show up. The president's busy in the UK. Uh, yeah. I get it. Boy, they missed that one. And Trump, you see, he didn't go off. He didn't call Ron Meatball to sanctimonious. He was in control. And that's what Republicans like about Trump. I think that's right, but let me ask you, um, and this is a trivia question, how many train derailments did Trump go to of the 3,000-some-odd that were during his four years that did he show up at? Uh, None of them. He never owned the railroad. He right. only owned an airline, as yeah. he'll tell us. I, but I agree. There's so much. You know, the one thing I think that is absolutely right, the people of East Palestine, these are no one gives a crap. No. They, they are congressmen. Took contributions from these trade, these, these yep. railroad manufacturers. They, he supports smaller government. He probably stood up for Northern whatever railroad a thousand times. These, but you know, these things go on. These things go on. Remember the days of the robber barons. Remember your history when the real titans of business who just strangled this country owned railroads. It was all about just strangling the little people and how many died and how many ended up becoming human collateral. It's the history of our country, railroads. And they're so important because we don't want 18-wheel tractor trailers puffing out, you know, carbon emissions into the air. So rail traffic gets stuff yeah, to the so marketplace. When, you, know, you know, I used to run a, uh, a countertop company out in the Brooklyn Navy Yard. And when we were sending one of these big 800-pound countertops, to the West Coast, it would go on a train. It wouldn't have its own yeah. train. You know, we, it would. They, there are brokers and everything that come up with these things. But, but you realize, you know, what's on these trains is almost everything: chemicals. And I will total. tell you, there was that moment uh, right there off Foster Avenue. They had the rails right there past the Pepsi plant. I decided I had it. You know, I was upset when my dad was trying to discipline me because when he was home from the ship, he would discipline me. I said, you know, I'm going to be a hobo. I'm going to ride the rails. So I get on one of those cargo containers that was, like, stationary. And then all of a sudden, here's an engine coming. It's going to hook up. Yeah! And then they had a watchman. What the hell are you doing on this train? I said, you know, I've read books. I'm a a hobo. Art Linkletter, right? Art Linkletter, probably the most famous hobo of all time. I'm going to ride the rails. He said, no, you're not. I'm going to ride you home to your parents, and you're going to have to explain this. And, boy, my father said, oh, you want to ride the rails? And then he gave me, like, a five-hour dissertation of the railroads, of our link letter, of every famous hobo in the world. Anyway, up next, it's what unites us, baseball. Rules and regulations. You talk about rules and regulations. Baseball's rules and regulations because he want to speed up the game. With the New York Met fan, Anthony Weiner. The New York Yankee fan right here. And we're loving every second of Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, it's such a perfect day here at WABC. And Rob Astorino warming up in the bullpen. He's got the uh, drag queen, George Santos. If you or a loved one contracted COVID in a nursing home, I want you to know that the law firm of Krenzel, Guzman, Herbert continues to fight for people just like you. Many people had aging parents that were affected during the pandemic when nursing homes took in COVID patients. Most New Yorkers mistakenly believe that former Governor Cuomo mandated that nursing homes take in COVID patients. That was not true. The state only issued guidance to nursing homes, suggesting that they admit such patients even after the guidance was rescinded. If you or a loved one contracted COVID in a nursing home, you may be entitled to financial compensation. The law firm of Krenzel, Guzman, Herbert continues working hard to make sure that you get justly compensated for your suffering. Call the KG Law Team at 212-227-2900 or visit kglawteam.com. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 
It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. Okay, warming up in the bullpen. I don't know who the pitcher or the catcher is here. Rob Ashnerino and George Santos. But you're upset at the uh, constraints that Major League Baseball has no, put I, on. No, here's what. Here's this. So we all got a chance to see it for the first time yesterday. We had the first penalty, I guess you call it. Manny Machado waited too long to get in. The thing I have when you look at it on TV now, in the corner. When they, from the center field camera, which is 90% of the of the shots, you have the big clock. And I'm not saying it's a little bug. It is a big thing. It takes up like a good portion of your screen. I find it anxiety-provoking. It's like because you're used to the pace of baseball being kind of like you're not, you know, you're not. Snare-like. Yes. Now, I get what they're talking about. These games are very long and everything else. And I'm sure I'll get used to it. You know, all rule changes you eventually get used to. But this reminds me a little bit of of the play, the play clock in football where, you know, when the quarterback's underneath and it's at two and you're saying, like, get it off, get it off, get it off, that kind of thing, except every pitch now. Well, let me compare it to what saved NBA basketball because it was going in the direction of college basketball. Neither of them had a time clock. So they'd pass it around, pass it, and then you'd have to follow them to stop in. It was really you'd becoming 30, boring. It would be 30 points a game. Right. So now they have the time clock, and then college developed the time clock, and it developed. you see the following it has internationally. But baseball is so, so, so. A guy like Manny Machado, egomaniac, you know, he's got, first of all, he's got to touch his three-piece set to let the world know, you know, he's a man's man. Then he takes the gloves on, off. He eyeballs. He looks around. This just for one time in the batter's box. Pitcher throws, then he gets out, he does the same routine all over. They have to have a special well, and, music. And, and, what, and there are no pitchers that do that? They take the big pay and walking around the mound. They look out to center yeah. field. They look well, at good. themselves on speed the camera. Speed it up. Speed no, it up. I, I'm with you. you got to speed it up. Um, but i got to say, it makes me anxious. Did Yogi Berra ever start a job? He just got in there and put the dirt on his hands, the That's bat right. number eight. Let's do it. Play ball. Rob Astorino up next with the drag queen, Joe this is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 